Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Platinum sponsor Podium and Titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk. Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the workshop whisperer podcast. I'm Rachel Evans and today we're here with Dean Evans as we have one of our fantastic Performance Hub episodes. Welcome to Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Welcome back. As we mentioned at the top of the show, this week's episode is a Performance Hub. So we have Coach Dean Evans in the house. Welcome, Dean. Thanks, Rach. Always a pleasure to be here. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the very personal elements to what could be holding your auto repair shop back from reaching its potential. So in the previous four performance hubs, we spoke about the elements uh, business-wise that could stop your business from reaching its potential. But there's one thing that is always going to get in the way if it's not right of you achieving your success. Dean, what is it? Yeah, well, we talked about the four core reasons why your auto repair shop is failing to reach its full potential. Hey, this is the fifth reason, but it's the one that is so often overlooked or in many cases, you know, we don't even consider that this could be the problem. And the fact is that you, as the owner, as a human, as a man, are failing to reach your full potential. And we're specifically saying man here because we do want to speak to the guys this week. This is not a sexist thing. We are very well aware that many of you out there listening to us are female and are the co-owner of your auto repair shop or even the sole owner. There is a whole other story to tell on the female side of this, which is why we're leaving it for another episode. But today, guys, we are specifically talking to you. Dean? Yeah, well, I mean, um, it, it goes without saying that uh, there is a very obvious and significant difference in the biology, the neurology, and the psychology when it comes to development between a man and a woman. Me being a man, I'm much more familiar with the developmental pathway for men than I am for women. And so for this episode, as you said, you know, we're really, really addressing the development pathway for the men that are listening to this podcast. And, you know, we go from being a child to a boy to a man. You've gone from being an apprentice to a technician to an owner. It just makes sense that there is a developmental pathway that allows you as a human being, a male human being, to actually explore and expand your own personal potential because there is not a business alive that has outgrown the development of its owner. And when we're talking about development of the man, what are you actually talking about? This is actually growing into a fully fledged, professional, mature, resourceful human being. This is about going back to all of the experiences, the events, the circumstances that have shaped who you are to this point and really making a decision on whether this is the kind of way you want to do life from this moment forward. And I recognize that right now I can experience you know, my own sense of, of passion bubbling up about this because this is one of the conversations that, to be fair, a few years ago, we really did 
did not have with the men inside the engine room. It just wasn't a conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. But as things had happened, you know, certainly for me on a personal side, and we began to share that with our community, we had more and more guys, you know, men from the engine room putting their hands up and going, that's how I feel. That's where I'm at. I don't know who to talk to about this. And we started having these conversations. Now, there is an unlimited number of uh, books, of studies, of papers that have all looked at male development for centuries. And there is a very, very clear and consistent pathway that goes from warrior to prince to king. And, you know, I can assure you for so many that are listening to the podcast today, you want to be you're really sitting on the throne of your kingdom. You want to be in charge of your future, your destiny. And really, if we want to you know, talk that kind of language, we are all on our own unique quest to live the best life we could possibly live for ourselves. It's also that level of life that we want to offer to our partner, be it your wife, your girlfriend, boyfriend perhaps, and of course to our children you know we want to carve out a path for them to follow and certainly you know the masculine energy is about hunting and and protecting taking care of their family okay so for context for our listeners out there how might a man be feeling or how might he be talking to himself if he's not optimal in his journey as a man how might this be showing up yeah. Well, again, developmentally, this most often occurs between the ages of 35 to 45. We have what we call crisis points in life. They go from ages zero to seven. This is called our imprinting phase. Seven to 15 is called our modeling phase. 15 to 23 is our socialization phase. 23 to 35 is what we call our business phase. 35 to 45 is what we call the midlife crisis. But it doesn't have to be a crisis. It's actually a calling. It's where you reach this point of maturity along your pathway as a man where you finally get to take control, take charge of what you want your future to be, both personally, who you become as a man, but also professionally, what you create as a man. And it's at that point you have a serious and significant decision to make. Do you keep doing everything that you've done before and the sum of those decisions, not your conditions, but the sum of those decisions are what got you to where you are? And if you're not happy with the position you're in right now, guess what? You actually need to make some different decisions, some new choices to change how you see the world, how you show up in the world, how you operate through the world so that you can begin to explore and reveal for yourself new possibilities. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. Despite our modern day climate where there are so many more women in the workplace and women who genuinely want to contribute equally are even happy to be the breadwinner, traditionally and, and even genetically, the man often feels a responsibility and takes the burden for himself that, that he will be the provider and that he's got to make all of this work. How does it show up for him if he doesn't feel like he's meeting those expectations for himself? Like imposter syndrome, a 
private, very personal and very painful sensation of failure that they have not been able to meet their family's basic needs. And again, this may be on a financial level, it may be on an emotional level. And I think the part to add to this as well is that, you know, how do we know? And when we talked about, you know, many of the people we work with are couples, you know, husband, wife. If we profile our business, that's that's predominantly, mm. you know, the clients that we work with. And, you know, you get to this point because your partner, in this case, and I'll just use the example of the wife, could be a girlfriend, you know, they don't want to take care of you anymore. They want to see you be able to stand on your own two feet, to take responsibility for the way you run your workshop, to take responsibility for the way you run your life, to take responsibility for your health, for your well-being, for your grooming, for your self-care. You've probably got kids, female, your wife, your partner, doesn't want to view you as being someone else they need to take care of. So at that moment in life, and the reason we avoid this is because it's painful. Use the analogy of, you know, the butterfly coming out of the cocoon. It's a bloody struggle. I mean, you know, the caterpillar goes in there for a, it, it's a period of, you know, of, of sustained darkness. You know, it's tight, it's cramped, it's uncomfortable. You know, it's painful. Yet when it's time for this, you know, for the butterfly to emerge, it's actually the struggle, the challenge of that butterfly getting out of that cocoon that forces the fluid into its wings that allows it to fly. You know, that's an age-old story. You've probably heard it before. But the reality is that's what it feels like going from being a pretend man, someone who's trying to show the world that you've got it all together, to being a genuine, authentic, mature man who actually goes, you know what? This is me. I'm working on being a better version of me every day because it's only when you begin to change who you are at your core that everything else changes around you. In fact, one of my mentors once said to me, hey, Dean, nothing changes around you till something changes within you. I truly did not grasp the power of that comment until about three years ago when I experienced and faced you know, my own crisis point crossroads in life. But I tell you what, you know, Everything that was painful about that moment has become infinitely more beautiful because of the challenges and the changes that I experienced from those moments. Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. You mentioned just a few minutes ago about moving from pretend man to authentic man. I imagine for some of the guys listening, that's like a bit of a slap in the face to hear that they might be a pretend man. Well, we all play a character, right? Every single one of us. We have you know, certain characters that make up who we are. Yet when I talk about the pretend man, it's doing what you think you need to do for acceptance, for connection, for significance, if you like, rather than choosing to follow, really to carve out and follow your own path. And when we talk about, you know, those pretend things, there are a range of vices, be it drinking, smoking, illicit drug taking, other things. These are all masks or mirrors to avoid looking at the core issue that we experience that has got us stuck in patterns of the past rather than creating a new level of performance for our future. It's one thing for us to sit here and and talk about this crisis age that doesn't have to be a crisis and for us to describe what it might look like to be in it what does it actually mean to put yourself in a position where you can transition to being the authentic man well number one is read the personal accounts 
of individuals that have gone before you. You know, we have lost in modern society uh, these transition points in life, these rituals and routines that uh, historically tribes have been very good and still are very good at welcoming their young men into manhood. We've lost most of that. For many of us now, it's um, it's uh, you know, take your boy to a footy game, shove a beer in their hand, uh, and that's kind of our our transition, right? In some cases, it's also I mean, tattooing is another one, and we talk about this a lot, right? Uh, the number of individuals that uh, you know, are heavily tattooed in tribal societies, you know, tattooing is a mark of maturity in our world. We do it because we want to do it and we want to show people how tough, cool, growing up we are, right? It's self-anointed rituals. But the key is that we need to have a gentler, kinder, more purposeful transition into manhood. It's unfortunate that it often happens around 40 years of age, but the reality is that's when it dawns on us that, hey, you know what? No one's coming to save us. No one's coming to rescue us. No one's coming to fix us. Man, I've got to do this stuff on my own. And that's frightening. That's scary. That's seriously concerning because no one knows how this new journey is going to work out. But I tell you what, you've got to commit to that pathway to taking every step because what is revealed to you and for you along that way is just so blissfully exciting that you had no idea that life, all of life, personally, professionally, financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, could actually feel the way that it feels. And I recognize, I appreciate that for some of you might be thinking, well, this sounds a little bit woo-woo. Well, yes and no. It sounds woo-woo because it's something that most people don't consider. But this path has been walked over and over and over again by men throughout our societies, throughout our world for centuries. And when you go looking for the evidence, looking for uh, you know that pathway, it is just so visible to all of us of the steps that we can follow to experience life in a completely new way. And I think for the guys that are out there listening today, if you've ever had the, the feelings of especially when you you turn up to work, things aren't going at work the way you would like, you get home, things aren't working out the way there you would like either. Your partner might be upset with you because, you know, you're not spending enough time with the kids or not spending enough time with her or there's not enough money, whatever. But you might have this general feeling of being lost. That's one of the the things that's most commonly said to us when we're working with our clients on this stuff. And, And like you said, Dean, you know, Five years ago, we weren't having conversations like this, but now we do because it is such an integral element of business success that the man in the business is on his right path to manhood. To us, it often sounds like, oh, I just feel lost or I don't feel like I can do this anymore. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It doesn't seem that I'm doing the right thing by anyone. So there's some of the common descriptions we get and then we know to sort of go down this path with them. Yeah, and the symptoms shows up in their personal life. Mm. You know, tension in the relationship, arguments at home, kids saying, hey, dad, we don't see you. It feels like you're always at work. And again, I think the really important distinction to make here is that nothing that we're saying on this particular episode suggests that you're doing anything wrong. Mm. You're doing the best you can with what you know. What we're saying is there is another way, a different way, 
it's a better way. It's something that actually allows you to bring forth all of the power that you possess as a man and create positive results that ripple across every aspect of your life, of your partner's life, of your kid's life. And I don't know about you, but that is certainly something that I will forever be grateful to for the support guidance I got in those periods of my life because the relationship that I now have, you know, with myself, because here's the clue, right? The one relationship you'll never outrun in your life is the relationship you have with yourself. Clearly the relationship that I've got with you, but also the relationship that I have with my three kids and my family. Everything has changed because I changed. I'm sure you won't mind us just touching on your experience because I know that so many of our listeners are in the same age group. You kind of got to 40 and realized that you were exhausted and you, along with so many of our clients, have spent the previous 20 years running around, being a warrior, proving to the world that you can do what it takes to provide for your family and you can build a business, even proving to your dad, because that's a big thing as well, for a man to prove to his dad that that he can do it. You arrive at this point in life tired and feeling a little bit lost. So you've mentioned that one of the steps for the guys listening is to read accounts of other men that have gone before them. But how do we find those? What's the next logical step? The best place to start, if you're not a reader, listen to it. It's called The New Manhood uh, by a gentleman here in Australia called Steve Biddeth, B-I-D-D-U-P-H. Tremendous book, New Manhood. And what you were talking about before was what, uh, is what is referred to as the compulsive warrior mode of manhood. It's where everything is built around being bigger, better, faster, or getting more. You know, and it is this unending cycle of self-driven competition that wears us out, burns us out, and eventually blows up in our face. And I am super familiar with that, given that I did all of that in the vain hope that it would make everything okay, but it didn't. And I got to that point where I just felt tired. I was done. I didn't know what else to do because I'd always prided myself on my work ethic. And so I needed to really review everything that I'd been done. Where had I learnt to live like that, to, to, you know, to operate like that, to compete like that? And when the shift started to become in trying to compete with everything around me and in, or rather trying to compare what I was doing with everything around me and instead, you know, take that that thirst for competition and focus that internally, well, how can I be a little bit better than I was yesterday? Then this whole new perspective on life, on business, on working began to emerge. Now, was it my own? Well, it turns out, no, it's actually not. Again, you know, it's been um, demonstrated time and time again that this is just part of the transition from manhood into what we call elderhood and this is when you stop comparing yourself to others and you begin just competing on a whole different event and it's one where work becomes fun relationships become fulfilling and your future becomes so much more exciting because you get what you're working for it might be different to your friends it might be different uh you know to uh, to the other shops around you but you know what path you're on and so it's not about being bigger it's about being better so 
I'm sure you'll agree out there, a very different episode from us here today with Coach Dean on Whispering Loudly, but we know that it's a message that so many guys need to hear and should take heart really from the fact that some of these things you might be feeling and had absolutely no idea why. And we wanted to let you know that you are not alone and there is a pathway here for you to walk. You just need to take those first couple of steps so that you can. So Dean, thank you so much for sharing that with us today and especially reflecting on your own personal experience. You're welcome. Always happy to share if it helps someone else. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, make sure you head to the Workshop Whisperer YouTube channel. Not only can you catch up on previous episodes of the Whispering Loudly podcast, but you'll also catch three of our live trainings that we do every week, which gives you even more tips and strategies to help your auto repair shop grow. Thanks for listening in today and we'll catch you again next week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to platinum sponsor Podium and titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk. 